Yes, now listen, plenty of talk this uh, summer, Australia here, uh, 12 months ago were bushfire crisis, uh, and 12 months on, La Nina is on everybody's lips, the sister of course to El Nino, El Nino, uh, La Nina, I was told this morning on the golf course. Right. Uh, El Nino is all about the big dry droughts, hotter temperatures, much, much less rain. La Nina, of course, has delivered record crops in eastern Australia. And astonishing dumps of rain too, central and northern Australia, Queensland and uh, out in uh, the Territory. Even though La Nina arrived last year, but later than forecast, could not prevent 2020 being the fourth hottest year on record. But would ask an expert about La Nina, about the pronunciation too, I guess. That's where Dr <laughs> Andrew Watkins comes in. Andrew's the head of operational climate services with the BOMB, the Bureau of Meteorology. Uh, good afternoon, Andrew, and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, and you're doing very well with the pronunciation. Uh, La Nina and El Nino, I was told this morning. And La Nina, clearly, uh, for our farmers at least, Andrew, it's a hell of a lot better than than El Nino. It it certainly is. Look, uh, typically during La Nina years, you do get good rainfall right down, uh, right across eastern Australia and and, uh, Large parts of southern Australia and Tassie is as well. It's great for the Murray-Darling Basin. It's great for crops and the farmers there. So, uh, yeah, it did start late this year, but, uh, yeah, we're still hoping for a bit more rainfall out of it yet. Andrew, I wasn't on the golf course, but I have been around a table with friends uh, talking about um, La Nina and El Nino. Where on earth did the names come from? And someone asked me this the other day, and I said, I have no idea. And is there an English translation to it? Uh, I can answer all of that for you, actually. But um, they're Spanish names, of course. Yep. El Nino uh, actually is Spanish for boy child. And La Nina oh. is the opposite of El Nino, so it's, a, it's the girl child. And they get their names because originally um, people over in South America noticed that the, the anchovies, of all things, disappeared and then reappeared fairly regularly you know, from year to year. And they wondered wondered why. And when, the, when it disappeared was when you had El Nino and the ocean waters got really warm off South America. The fish went off the coast looking for somewhere cooler, I guess, and they couldn't catch them anymore. And unfortunately, when they had those periods without fish and uh, nothing to put on the table, also coincided with Christmas. And that's where El Nino, the boy child, came from, hey. referring to the Christmas period. And the opposite, when when feast, uh, when salmon turned to feast, uh, just got given the opposite name, so La Nina, so the girl child. So I'd never heard about the anchovies, but I was vaguely aware, Andrew, of that relationship between water temperature and the air temperature, because that can create rain or deny the Australian continent rain as well, right? It's that relationship. Yeah, exactly. You've you've passed uh, climatology 101 there. So, yeah, <laughs> El Nino and La Nina really are talking about about the changes in temperature in the tropical Pacific Ocean. And when you have El Nino, and basically, most basically, the clouds and the rain follow where the warmest water is. And in El Nino, the warmest water moves towards South America. It rains over there where the warm water is. doesn't rain as much near us where the colder water is. And in La Nina, the warm water moves towards us and it drags the clouds and the moisture and the humidity with it and we get better rainfall.
There we wow. go. Okay. Jeez, <laughs> I, I told you. My head's spinning. No, no, no but we'll ring you back later and you can explain <laughs> it to us. <laughs> uh, the way I, I was thinking about, because I knew we were going to be chatting to you this afternoon, is it a bit like the way we put insulation in the roofs of our homes to, to, to prevent heat escaping? Uh, the cloud cover uh, creates that environment similar to a home where you've got insulation in your roof. Well, it does to some degree, and that's why even though daytimes can be a little cooler during La Nina because we have more cloud, at night that heat, the heat that we do have, doesn't escape the space. And, yeah, right. the cloud acts like insulation or like a blanket and, and traps that heat in. So the nights tend to be a little more warm, a little warmer, and, uh, and the day's just a little bit cooler during La Nina. So what's going to happen over the next couple of months for us here in Australia? Are we going to see more of the boy or more of the girl? Well, it's looking like more of the girl here. So La Nina is, though it's probably at its peak about now. We're yep. pretty sure that we're either at or, or just past the peak of this event. And remembering sometimes they can last for a couple of years. And we saw that between 2010 and 2012 when we had those big floods in Queensland, and, and, and if you haven't picked up on it, today is actually the, the 10th anniversary of those uh, terrible Toowoomba floods um, that were related to that La Nina event. So sometimes La Nina can go for a couple of years. This time, look, most of the indications are that this has been a moderate event and it's starting to, well, we just passed its peak, it's going to start easing away and possibly back to sort of more neutral conditions out there in the Pacific Ocean by autumn. But doesn't mean the impacts are over just yet. We're still going to get through the tropical cyclone season and typically we see more cyclones than normal during La Nina. Sometimes those become tropical lows and drift right down into New South Wales like we saw with Oswald in 2013. Was that the Pasha Bulka, that big boat that got s- stuck on the beach? I don't think it was that, that storm in particular. but, uh, but That's but what can happen. Certainly Oswald drifted down and brought a flooding to the northeast parts of, of the state and, and, and created a lot of problems in southeast Queensland, northeast New South Wales. Andrew, thank you very much indeed for joining us this afternoon and mm-hmm. actually making sense of what for, for duffers like us, lay people like us. Uh, it can be very, very complicated. You've done a wonderful job. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And, and if all I've done is got you to say... Nina and <laughs> El, El Nino correctly. My job is done. Hey. Well done, Andrew Watkins. Thanks ever so much. With that, uh, with that response, I mean next pub trivia night, yeah. I'll be ringing him up. <laughs> <laughs> Say, come along. <laughs>